What's up, Elite Army? This is your kind of well, kind of toxic host, Sarah Rittendale, bringing you another episode of Well-ish. Why did you stop loving yourself? Obviously, this can vary for a number of reasons. But I'd be willing to bet that you could probably pinpoint a time around when you stopped loving yourself when I ask you that question. Bad times that pop up in your life when I say to you, why did you stop loving yourself? It was most likely a time that you were beaten down and broken just based off of one horrible event or a series of events that happened in your life. And it could have been all in rapid succession. Like for me, I remember right when I graduated college, I graduated during the pandemic. My parents got divorced. I was forced home to a different state away from school, away from all the friends and away from the life that I had had for the last four years. I had nobody at home except my parents and then they got divorced. I moved into a new house and nobody gives credit to how that big life change, you know, it's not that it's bad. It's a cool, good thing, but it makes a difference. I got a new boyfriend. That boyfriend had a kid and that boyfriend also had a mom that had it out for me. So like there was a lot going on all at one time. And so I, and I remember thinking constantly like, God, why do I feel like this? Why do I feel like this? Why do I feel like this? And didn't give credit to all of the things that were happening in rapid succession. Before we really dive into why you stopped loving yourself though, There's something that I was always really curious about. I wanted to know if we ever actually stopped loving ourselves. Was it something we actually lost and needed to regain? Was it something that we had as small children and lost it because we were beaten down by life over time? Or did we have to learn what self-love was the whole time? And what I've learned is that self-love isn't any different than any other kind of love that we've received in our lives, outside of the fact that it comes from inside of you instead of outside of you. We were born into this world a blank slate, and hopefully we started absorbing love from our families. Then as we continued to grow, we started to absorb love from people outside of our families, like friendships. We get even older and we meet a significant other, and we start absorbing love from the significant other. But because self-love comes from within and not on the outside, we never actually take the time to learn what that looks like or how to do it. Nothing triggers us to need to start doing that, except maybe a bad time in your life, except maybe once you've already been beaten down. But other than that, nothing actually triggers you to start loving yourself, like meeting your family and, and then just doing it does. You just absorb it and then you learn that behavior and you extend it back. You start to feel that back. You understand through what they've taught you love is what love is and start to feel that way. And then you learn that with friends because friends just show up in your life and You meet at school on the playground and you connect with certain people more than you connect with others and you learn that love exists there and something is happening to make that happen. You meet a significant other. They express their love for you or even if you express your love for them because at this point in your life, you know what love is, something happened outside of yourself triggering you to experience that feeling of love. But because nothing is happening outside of yourself when it comes to self-love, nothing is triggering you to learn what self-love is. Then by the time stuff happens, we get beaten down. It feels like all love has been stripped from our lives. 
And we're left completely empty because we've never had to learn how to love ourselves or potentially even been introduced to loving ourselves. Then society is like, you don't love yourself. What have you been doing this whole time? You need to do that. You should be loving yourself. And then suddenly you find yourself frantically trying to attain this thing that everybody says you should already have. You feel like there's something wrong with you because you don't love yourself, but you like yourself enough. So you're like, no, I think I like myself. I think I love myself. It's fine. It's when something is wrong, shit's going wrong in your life. And and you, because you are a person living in our society that is constantly having self-love spit at them every four seconds, knows what it is. And again, like we talked about yesterday, at face value, it's pretty simple to understand loving, self-love is loving yourself. But it's deeper than that. If you didn't listen to yesterday's episode, you should listen to that. But it's those times when you find yourself being like, oh, I know I should be loving myself or I know I should love myself, but it's not fixing my problems, but my life is still falling apart. But I know that it's just my self-worth and my self-respect and that I should trust myself. It's like, I know that this is how it is, but I just don't feel that way. It's that feeling. So the good news is you likely never did stop loving yourself. It's more than likely that you never actually did in the first place. You never have actually experienced true self-love, true, authentic, deep love for yourself. You may have liked yourself before. You may have been okay with who you were. Maybe you reminisce on a time that you didn't think so badly of yourself, that you weren't so self-critical, that you didn't hate yourself as much as you do now. But that doesn't mean that you truly, deeply, authentically loved yourself in those times. It just meant that you were neutral or you were okay with yourself or enough bad shit hadn't happened in your life to make you question your love for yourself. If you did love yourself, if you do think at one time you did authentically feel that way though, that's great because you know then that it exists. You have the power that so many people don't have because when you don't know something exists, when you don't see it with your own eyes, when you can't absorb it and and look at it and believe it because it's right in front of you, it's harder to feel that it's actually possible for you to make that happen. But if you've made that happen and it takes listening to a podcast or whatever else, reading a book, listening to social media to convince you that it's real and it's out there. But if you've already had it, you know that it exists and you know that you can attain it again. You did it once, but you know that it takes effort and it takes practice and it takes time to get to that point. But if you think that it's possible that you never truly did love yourself, we can let that pressure go and let that time that we pictured in our heads at the beginning of this episode go. And we can stop associating that time with the sole reason that we stopped loving ourselves and being even more angry at that situation because of the way that it made us lose ourselves. And we can just see it for what it is as a horrible, fucked up event or series of events that happened in your life. We can look at it as the time that caused you to be at your lowest. Because even if that hadn't happened to you, you would still need to learn how to love yourself. If you're still in that low place, it just might take more time, not more effort, which is what I feel a lot of self-love leads us to believe. Be gentle with yourself because that in itself is self-love. You don't need to put in this extraneous amount of effort when you're already at a low place, but that it just will take more time for you to truly gain the full capacity of how much you could love yourself. So why do we get to this point that we feel so critical of ourselves? Again, I'm going to address that event that popped into our heads. We feel beaten down, out of control, helpless. Maybe we've lost self-trust, self-respect, 
self-worth, all of the love in our lives has been sucked out of our life. And if you have never known what it's truly like to love yourself, then you truly are dry of all love that you can have. And love is the only emotion we have never lived without. When we learn to authentically love ourselves, I don't want to say that it doesn't matter what happens in our life because it does absolutely matter and it does beat you down and it can take a toll on the way that you view yourself depending on whatever way you've been treated. But at the end of the day, if you can hold on to that self-love, if you know authentically what it means to love yourself, yes, it could get chipped away. But if you can build it enough that it doesn't disappear completely when something horrible happens, then you will always have that love in your life. You will always have that love for yourself because you'll always have you. You'll know that you're worth it to get yourself out of a bad situation. You will know that there is nothing wrong with you that caused the bad situation to happen. That way, when bad things in our lives do happen, because inevitably bad things in our lives will happen, you can spend your time focusing on fixing the stress that the issue caused compared to feeling like you have to fix yourself as a whole. Stop stressing yourself out, reminiscing on the times that you were too naive to be bogged down by the real, intense, upsetting, tragic events that have happened in your life since then, since you've grown and lived a longer amount of time and experienced more things. The you that you're remembering that you were okay with didn't know what it was like to experience the bad things in your life that you've experienced, even if they're not even that bad. Like even if you think that your issues aren't that bad compared to other people, or if you think that your issues are like fucking horrible. Well, if you think your issues are horrible, then this absolutely like applies. Like the person before that you might be thinking, oh, well, she didn't hate herself before this fucking asshole did this to me or before this horrible event happened. But she didn't know that person didn't know what it was like to go through that experience. So you can't compare her to you now. That version of you didn't see people clearly or didn't see herself clearly at that point. Now you have a different experience and a different viewpoint to move from. Stop thinking that the person that existed before the broken version of you existed actually loved themselves. That person didn't know what they know now. And that person still at that point needed the lesson of learning to love themselves. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, you didn't experience something horrible that caused you to need to love yourself. I know that's not likely, but if we can just know that that's something that we need to teach ourselves or something that we need to at least expose younger generations to, that it's a skill that they need to learn just as much as they're learning how to love their families and friends and significant others as they grow. Focus on who you are today and know that you can begin to start loving yourself now because it has always been something that you needed to learn, not something that you should already have. Thank you for listening to day two of the 28 days of self-love. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you can tune in tomorrow for day three where we're getting into defining who we are because how do you know who to love if you don't know who you are? Thank you so much for listening. Make your day kick ass and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah.